Hester. Inside the 30. Hester going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pigskin Project. Um, ben, feels good to be back. Um, just the two of us, you know, Matt stepping in was clutch last week. It was lots of fun, a bunch of college football stuff, but it's back just the two of us right now. Um, and I know, you know, I personally want you to know, cause I haven't told you this yet. I'm working on some guests behind the scenes. So, well, I hope tuned. it's who I think it is. I hope it's who I think it is. At least one of them. I mean, yes, I fingers crossed. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Um, anyways, Ben, how you doing, man? Finals week. We're doing good. Relieved. No, relieved, relieved for sure. I mean, this, I, I have a paper that I need to submit um, like Friday, but just shorter paper and, and whatnot. It's, it's a paper I'm not too worried about. I'll get a good grade on that. Uh, but other than that, man, I'm officially done with finals now. So like I said, relieved, not relieved in the way the Eagles have been playing. Um, week number two that I've just turned off the game. Um, I had some friends over that night. Uh, so I was like, if this drive doesn't end well, the first drive of the first, uh, second half, I'm like, I'm just going to turn it off. No need to be yeah. upset. As uh, Mary would say, it doesn't have an actual impact. On sure it does. Life. It's football. We're all competitive. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, so I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Um, my, my outfit for the day was chosen upon one factor see this number here it's a two-game win streak baby i'm not used to something like this i'm gonna take it all in it's huge it's huge dude this is a big moment for me now every every win that the bears have had this season you guys have told me take it in because they're far and few between you guys are in the middle of a rebuild you know it's not you know just take it in don't don't think too much about the rest of the season it's I'm pretty just darn hard. Get your hopes up. It's it's hard. Okay, here's the thing, right? Before we get too into it, I was talking to my dad and I was talking to my grandpa about this um, as we were waiting for our movie to start right before the podcast. Um, so, is there a better spot that I could be in as a fan right now? Like, we have the number one pick all but locked up right now. Like, if the Panthers. You know, if they lose one more time and the Patriots and, and Cardinals win, like we basically have the number one overall pick. Like that's that's your guys' you chances know. is ninety four percent as of right now. Unless I'm including them probably. Ooh, it went up. Last time I checked, it was like eighty six. Pretty darn good. And you know, even though like it's a pretty, you know, pretty low percentage chance, um, we are still in the running for a playoff berth. Um, we need a lot to go our way, including us to win out, 
and it starts with a tough matchup this week against the Browns. Um, but I mean, dude, it's, it's close, man. I think that, you know, what we're building in Chicago, that's, that's a lot of fun, man. And it's a lot to kind of look forward to. I remember, you know, I, I want to look this up. Um, let's see. I'm looking at what our predictions were at the, you know, what is this? Okay. 82. So I would assume this is it. Um, I don't remember what did I? Oh no, I didn't do that. Did I? What was our friendly bet? Oh, that's crazy. Okay. I think our friendly For bet. What? I think the friendly bet was that the bears were going to have a better record than the Packers. Cause we had a friendly bet in pod 81. I'll go back and I'll listen to it. That was when we did the bears and Packers record predictions. I had the Packers at eight and mm. nine. You had them at nine and eight. I had the bears at nine and eight and you have them at six and 11. You've probably got, you know, which like better, now is pretty spot on. It's good. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it's, it's not bad. We did pretty good in our predictions. Um, but yes, I mean, you know, all the hope in the world right now, it's, it's kind of, um, careful optimism. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I'm enjoying it. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, <laughs> let's dive right into weekly news because I have to kind of add on to that. Um, so as far as, you know, injuries go, there were a lot of them. Um, and a lot of people are talking about whether or not a good bye week would they're like, if, if early on in the season is still good for like bye weeks and stuff. Um, I don't know how you feel about it and I'm going to bring this stuff up. So if you want to speak your piece on it, it's completely up to you. Um, but me personally, I think that the NFL should just take like, like a one week break in like say week 10 or something like that, extend the regular season by one week, mm-hmm. give everybody the same bye week and then just keep like the full slate open. You know what I mean? Just do 16 games every single week. Like everybody gets the same amount of breaks and stuff like that, because it's not fair to some teams to get like a week five or six by week. And then some teams get like a week 14 so that like, you know, week 15, you know, team B might be a little bit more healthy than team A. You know what I mean? Um, whereas te- week 10, yeah. week nine or 10 is right in the middle of everything. I, you know, I don't know. The schedule's always beneficial for the teams that have later bye weeks, teams that play on Thursday because they got or they get the extra 30 guests and so on and so forth. I am actually proposing. Of two by week, something that two by George. Weeks. Okay, do you think it was George Kittle? Yeah, I think it was yeah. George. Um, and just two, two by weeks. Um, extend season one extra week. We everyone's gonna be happy. The NFL gets to make more money for another extra week, and the quality of the field is gonna be that much. Be well, players are gonna um have less three. The team as a whole is gonna be much more fun to watch. You don't game and the NFL gets money. It's a win situation for everyone, for the NFL, the fans, and the players. Um, I think to go. And I have a time, guys. If you guys are listening, my Wi-Fi is a little funky in it now. That's why. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what he's saying is that he's a proponent of a week, not a two week, or not like two straight weeks, but two by weeks of the season um, for each team. Yeah. That way, the NFL can kind of make a little bit more money on better players playing for one and for two 
um, scheduling is a lot easier there. Um, anyways, but yes, back to all the injuries and everything. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert is out for the season, which is just insane for your fantasy luck. It just keeps getting worse. Um, I'm so sorry about that because it seems like every time we make a trade, it's like the person that I trade to you, unless you trade him to somebody else, they get hurt. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, I should have forewarned people, I guess. That's right? a part of it. Um, <laughs> so, um, sorry guys. I, you know, I, I said something before earlier in the season. I should have, I should have let Chargers know that I traded it for Herbert so they could have prepared themselves. <laughs> um, so I want to let know or let everybody know that um, the entire Browns injury report is just insane this week. Um, they lost two people to the injured reserve, um, taking them out for the remainder of the regular season, assuming that they make the playoffs. They could potentially make a return later on, but they are done for the season right now. Um, and that would be a defensive end. I'm just going to say a Conqueror, um or a core. A coronquo. I'm I'm pronouncing that wrong. So you know, but anyways. Um him and then yeah, him and then safety great uh, Grant Delpit both placed on injured reserve today. But what's even crazier about that? I mean, like obviously Grant Delpit signing an extension last week, um, huge uh for him, but unfortunately he got injured and in, I think was the third quarter. Um, but they, let's see, they signed a couple people to kind of replace that off their practice squad, but this was their injury report for the day. Um, and absolutely huge, might I add. Um, so Jerome Ford was limited in Wednesday's practice. Um, it's, you know, Jerome Ford getting the workhorse, you know, workload for this team for running back, um, as Kareem Hunt also missed, um, practice today with a groin injury. Um, so, I mean, Kareem Hunt is a big hit as well, just because he shares that workload as well with Jerome Ford. Um, Amari Cooper did not practice mm -hmm. either. Um, David Njoku did not practice. Um, and okay. So Amari Cooper's was rest slash rib injury. David Njoku was rest slash knee injury. Um, Joel Batonio is, uh, he did not practice today due to a rest and knee injury as well. Miles Garrett did not practice today because of a rest and shoulder injury. Um, let's see. Anthony Walker did not um, practice today due to a knee injury, and he's also resting. So a lot of it's just rest. Um, Juan Thornhill did not participate today just because of a calf injury. He's not resting or anything. He's legitimately injured as well. Um, not to say that the rest of the guys aren't legitimately injured, but like this is strictly holding him out of practice because of that. Um, it makes me kind of curious, mm -hmm. but you know, when we look at, obviously we're going to talk bears just because we always talk bears, but when you look at the bears injury <laughs> report, um, you know, this, the biggest one that stands out to me other than, um, Yannick Ngakwe was DJ Moore did not practice today due to an ankle injury, um, which is huge hey, Amy because, Q. you know, yeah. Equinemia St. Brown did not, which by the way, did you see their podcast today? Awesome. Great content. It was I'll, – I'll get back to that. But it's huge for this matchup. Obviously, a lot of injuries and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Obviously, it's only Wednesday, and the final um, injury report doesn't come out with statuses until Friday, I believe. And then, um, you know, you'll know you're in actives a couple hours before the game. So it's going to be big. 
Um, but, you know, speaking of teams in the NFC North as well, Justin Jefferson says he will play this Saturday against the Bengals, which is huge for you because you don't want to finish last in the consolation bracket um, as our fantasy playoffs have definitely started as well. Big, big time. Um, and, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I, for some reason, I didn't note this, but um, Keenan Allen's also not playing. So if you are a fantasy manager of Keenan Allen, who's been going off since week one, um, you have to sit him this week. He's not playing. So um, anyways, um, so we've got an NFL game in Brazil um, confirmed for 2024. We've got SoFi Stadium approved Which... to host Super Bowl X or LXI in 2027. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, the Brazil stuff is is great. I mean, there's I, I know there's like this big like fandom there in in Brazil, and it's gonna suck for whoever gets having to be because it's uh, NFC team that's gonna be like the home team. So it's gonna suck for whatever NFC team has to be the home team. Um, but you know, it, it's good to continue to extend like the game again. Recently, we uh, this year that was the first time we had the. Er, I think it was last year we had we had the Germany game and now we have the you know the UK game we have the Mexico game which I don't think we did this year for some reason and then mm-hmm. now we have the Brazil game which is awesome really like expanding you know football yeah yeah for sure it's huge for fans over there um but you know obviously like I don't want it to be my team to give up a home game that would suck you know what no, I mean? No. Nobody wants that. Um, so it's a little it's a little weird. Um, SoFi Stadium, like I said, approved to host Super Bowl XLI in 2027. Um, some other Super Bowls, just in case you weren't aware. Um, next year's Super Bowl is set to take place in Las Vegas. Um, 2025 is set to take place in Caesar's Superdome in New Orleans. Um, and then 2026 is Levi Stadium in San Francisco. So It's going to be pretty interesting. And then the last point that I have for weekly news is probably the most, um, you know, frustrating part would be the NFL is looking to eliminate hip drop tackles, the tush push and fumbles out of the end zone, as well as something involving the kickoff as well. Um, It's, it's getting out of hand, man. Like as far as hip drop tackles, you know, I will, I'll let you speak your piece on this as well, but I just want to get this out of the way. Hip drop tackles, man, these are stuff that, I mean, it's literally fundamental football. Like, you know, you have to tackle this guy no matter what, you know what I mean? And and obviously they're not trying to hurt people. Like if you're trying to hurt people, that's one thing, you know, but if it's another thing, if, you know, for example, I think it was Brees Hall that said something um, regarding the hip drop because he like, you know, dropped it and, um, you know, people were saying like, that shouldn't be allowed, like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, so I'll just let this guy hit my knees then. Like, even though I just tore my ACL, like players have to protect themselves as well. Um, Regarding the tush push, we've already had this conversation on the podcast, but I'll reiterate my point. Um, Just because you can't stop a play doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to use it. This is a play that, you know, Hey, guess what? How about you just stop them from, if you can't stop the tush push, stop them from being less than a yard away from where they need to be. Like, (laughs) how about that? Um, You know, or like learn to use it to your advantage. It's not just one team that could use it. You know, if it's, if it's literally, if it's legitimately cheating, then I could see that, but it's like, 
they're not the only team that could use it. People are just mad because they can't do it as good as them. You know what I mean? And then uh, fumbles out of the end zone. Um, this is one of the most frustrating rules in football because you can march all the way down the field, get hit, and just fumble it right out of the end zone and automatically it's a touchback. This is the one that I think I could see being overturned and being totally fine. Um, but what's your what's your take on this? Yeah, well, I everyone knows uh, where I fall on on Twitch. Um, I said I don't want to talk about it anymore uh, at this point. Um, I've you know said where I've fallen on so many times again. You said you can't just outlaw play because some better at it than others. Um, as far as hip drop tackling goes, um, as far as the hip drop, I. I understand being concerned for the players and whatnot, but it's, um, it, it's the, a player can't just let like the offense into the end zone. If you have the tackle them behind, you need to do. So. You can't just be like, oh, no, now I can't do it. It's hard to take a whole tackling out of, them, especially when it's not like having. Um, and then as falling out of the end zone, I disagree. I I hate to say. Don't the end zone. Just, just protect the ball. Only reach yeah. when you know you can reach. And don't reach if you feel like you can't. Just protect the ball. And it's part of the game. And it's not an issue until this year. People started whining about it. Just protect the ball. And then it's, it's just those games, it's just a part of the rule. Just like any other, if you're going to fumble the football, it's never going to be good for your team. Just if you're going to the football in the end zone, it's not going to be good for your team. I, I, I don't know. I think, um, like, of all of it, I think that's the one that's most likely to be changed. Uh, but I don't think any of them should be changed. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Obviously, people are going to have conflicting thoughts. Um, there's different ways to counter all of this, you know what I mean? So it's, it's frustrating all the way around, but obviously nothing we can do about it except for adapt to it and learn. So we'll see. Um, but we're going to go ahead and go into our next segment. And let me get this off the screen. Here we go. They say winning isn't everything, and that may be true in some cases. But right now, let's make some money. It's time for Pigskin Payout. All right. So, um, Ben, not a good week for you last week, buddy. Like all the way around. Um, we'll get to Pigskin Pick'em. But yeah. Um, Pigskin payout. You went one and three on Thursday night football after starting off four and zero. You and then I did say that it was going to like wanted to go big. Nobody should bet. It was on not this. going to be a fun. Yes, and I say no one should bet on that. So that's fair. It I is went three, is. three and one. <laughs> um, obviously, like I'm counting, you know, a push as like a tie. You know. Um, I'm not going to count it like an overall mm-hmm. record or anything like that, though. We haven't done anything overall. So, um, but Ben, um, we have your pigskin payout starting now. Um, you've got Thursday night football between the Chargers and Raiders, another ugly game. Um, what are you thinking, man, for pigskin payout this week? Uh, yeah, for some, when I entered draftings, um, it would not give me player props in terms of receiving pass and rushing for any of the Raiders. Um, know why that was. I started again. Um, still wasn't up, so 
it looks like it's going to be more of a of the Chargers. Uh, it's three three legs, not much to it. Um, just not a fan of he liked him coming out of college, um, and maybe he'll do something. But uh, with Keenan Allen now in Eckler not playing as well, I don't know what they're going to do. So I'm going to have the Raiders cover. Um, I'm Eckler score or have Eckler as anytime score because of his play. He's been relatively bad. He's sick quarterback. They're going to be leaning on that run game and leaning on him in the pass game. Um, and then over on Quentin John Yards, he hasn't played very well this year, but he's going to be the primary pass catcher with, with Keenan now. Uh, that's 25. That's totally doable. That's one catch if he can break it off. Um, and the odds on that is 700, which was uh, those really, really good odds were a three-leg parlay. Um, I think we go back to what it was two weeks ago, and I, this one hits for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, this is a good one. I like it a lot. Um, Eckler anytime touchdown is going to be tough, though, um, just because I know him and what's the backup running back's name? What is it, like Joshua Kelly? Um, they're, like, splitting the backfield there when it comes to their connection or their, um, you know, what's it called, like their workloads. So that'll be split up. Um, but other than that, I mean, Quentin Johnson's got to be, right? He has to be the number one guy. Um, you know, like he said, there's no Mike Williams, there's no Keenan Allen this week. And, um, you know, you don't have Justin Herbert. Um, you've got a backup quarterback that's looking at a, you know, rookie wide receiver that he's probably gotten a lot of work with over the time, just because, you know, you look at training camp, you look at everything like that, and you've got a rookie that's working his way up the ranks. Um, so I think it's going to be extremely interesting just to see what happens. But yeah, I do like that parlay a lot. Um, for mine, I have Jets oh, and Dolphins over 37 um, total points. And keep in mind, I could only do like spreader total points for right now. Um, Bears at Browns, I have over 38 and a half. There's nothing that tells me that this game shouldn't be a blowout. I'll be completely honest with you. Like, I think the Browns are going to win this. Um, Joe Flacco is, I mean, he's Joe Flacco. Um, he's been playing yeah, like. the heck that is this it's 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 a lot of fun though. I'm almost rooting for him. Um, but yes, it's gonna be fun. I think that over 38 and a half might hit. Um, this is one that I, I've got two that you know I'm feeling kind of iffy about here to end it. Um, Cowboys at Bills under 50 and a half. Um, you know, you look at the Bills, Ooh. it's a pretty competitive game. I mean, the Cowboys defense is just stout, it's gonna put a it's a brick wall. Mm-hmm essentially. So it's, it's pretty tough. And then you look at the bills, um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that their offense can't compete, but 50 points is pretty, or 51 points is pretty hard to hit in the NFL. If you're a competitive football team and they're still fighting for a playoff spot. Um, And then you look at the Eagles and Seahawks over 48 and a half Eagles as well, man. I mean, you lost the number one seed. You're still fighting for it with a division rival at this point. You've got something to fight for now. And the Seahawks, they're constant mm-hmm. fighters too, man. I mean, you can't count them out. I think 48 and a half is an easy bar to hit for these two teams. What do you think? No, um, the first one, I'm thinking on what it was, uh, Dolphins game. I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of that. I know Zach Wilson played well. Uh, Zach Wilson is such a 
week to week kind of player that I just I don't trust him at all. Um, or the offense. Uh, two was played fine last minutes of the football game, which I've <laughs> no clue what happened there. Um, so that one can, um, the one I'm fine with, um, the Brown and then, uh, is that Cowboys game home or away? It's away. It's in Buffalo. Okay. That that's like in favor for you. I'm going to be honest with you. That Cowboys offense is just stupid at home. I don't know what, um, I'm yeah. still a little concerned about that one. Cause that Cowboys offensive in the recent three, four weeks that they can, you know, up 35, 31. And at that point from the bills, um, but it's the first one and then that one. Those are the ones I'm a little worried about. I can definitely see it all happening. You just got to pray yeah. defensive day. Um, Dallas, and you got to pray uh, John Bland doesn't take a, a pick to the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's really what I'm hoping for, for sure. Um, let's go yeah. ahead and get started with our next segment here. Just when you thought it was safe to play the underdog, we put you on upset alert. All right, so I've got a few here. Um, I've got six games, honestly. Um, it's going to be an interesting week. Um, ben, do you yeah. want me to just go ahead and start us off, or do you want to start? Yeah, you start off. I'm sure I have uh, five, but I'm, I'm sure our games are, are probably be similar to one another. Okay. Um, I have Bears and Browns just to kick us off, just because I think it's a fun game. Um, with the Browns yes. being as injury ridden as they are in the bears little little bit of a hot streak but i'm not gonna say that it's enough to like worry about right now it's not like a broncos hot streak that's gonna revive their season um this is gonna be interesting though it's gonna be a fun game um then you look at broncos and lions um i think that the broncos are favored here and the lions are at home um the lions have something to play for they've lost in two straight weeks um this is gonna be something that you know, Jared Goff and company are really, really striving for. I watched the uh, St. Brown podcast um, today, and I, I will say Amon Ra did not like taking that on the chin. Um, that was his le- least favorite um, podcast episode of the year, according to him. So um, that was that. I, I don't think he's taking that very nicely. Um, then you've got the Falcons and Panthers. I think the Panthers can end up winning a game. I do. Um, this one's at home in Carolina. Um, those Carolina fans, man, win or lose, they are very rowdy, man. Um, you've got, I mean, the Falcons, which are very, I mean, it's so-so. Um, I would almost take Bijan Robinson anytime touchdown, though, just because the dude's just been on fire. Um, and the Panthers' run D is just not that great. Um, Buccaneers at Packers. Um, I think the Packers are favored here just because they're at home. Um, Packers also injury-prone here. Um, they missed Jair Alexander. I'm not entirely sure about their injury report. Didn't really care to look at it because they're the Packers. I'll be honest with you. Um, but when it comes down to it, um, you know, I really like Baker Mayfield. I mean, as a person, this dude is dumping every ounce of effort into this team. And I know that they're not winning all that much, but it's like, you know, this team doesn't have a lot going for it to begin with. Um, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I do think that the Buccaneers can pull it off though. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. 
Um, commanders at Rams. I think the commanders could actually end up pulling this off for some reason. This is going to be one of those trap games for the Rams to where it's like the Rams should win this, um, but the commanders end up pulling it out just because, you know, why not, I guess. Um, and then Eagles at Seahawks. I hate to say it, buddy, but the Seahawks, man, they're fighters. And the Eagles, for some reason, I... it's been a it's been a lot of speed bumps in the season where in the offseason – um, we thought that the Eagles were going to be a powerhouse, the downright best team in the league to start off, and they just haven't okay, lived well, up to expectations. I, I will say, though, very high expectations to meet, though. Like, so, like, it's it's going to be going to be very, very interesting to see where it goes. But, I mean, Seahawks, man, like I said, a bunch of fighters never given up. I totally respect their game. What do you think? I, well, well, you know um, in just a second, but we're going to go for it. I was going to save it for another podcast. I was going to save it for a week, but I guess we'll do it. Now. I, I don't know acting as if the skies fall off the Eagles. They're still tied for the best record. In the game. And, and, and for people, well, they're not a team that we would have hoped. What do you mean they're a team you would have hoped? Had a couple of poor games. Oh, they've had a couple of poor games. What team still tied for the best record? It, it, it is so frustrating if coming at Jalen and people are coming. And the two combined, uh, his first year starting, have lost like combined like six games in three years. We need to cool it when we need to give the people who lost six games in three years benefit of the doubt. Bears haven't even won six games this year. Our shots all intended. Like, we just we need to take a second and step back. And it, 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 it is frustrating. I haven't played well. I'm not going to – like, the last two games haven't, you know, been to our expectation. But two games aren't aren't, aren't that big of a deal. It doesn't impact how well we're going to play in the playoffs. It doesn't impact if we're going to make the playoffs. With the, with the first seed of nice, absolutely. And there's still a chance. It's not even like we're out of the first seed. Um People need to stop acting as if the sky is falling. It's, you know, it's just a plain offense. That's the issue. I'm sure that they'll get it fixed. If they lose in bad fashion to the Falcons, I will come back next week and I will eat crow. If they lose by 25 points or whatnot to the Seahawks, then, then we'll talk about it. But I don't think that's going to happen. That also being said, it's still up in the air if Geno's even playing in this game. That's besides yeah. the point. Um, yeah. Upset alert. Got? <laughs> uh, I have uh, I was right there with you um, and it's actually funny because uh, outside of the game, our games didn't um, but I was right there with you with Browns in this game uh, much I can say that you already didn't. Um, I'm going to say the Giants and Saints, the Saints are barely favored did Tommy DeVito have a rough start the last two weeks or his first two weeks? Absolutely but the last two weeks have been such fun to watch. And some about him just like going, uh, you know, my camera's off because Wi-Fi issues, but some about him going down the field and, and doing that Italian thing with it. You guys all know what I'm talking about. He's just a fun <laughs> character to watch. Um, and it seems like he's like kind of found his rhythm a little bit. Uh, Daniel Jones should be a little closer now. Um, uh, moving on to the next game. And by the, the Saints, we had a very long conversation about how the Saints are going to be in a dark place here. Um, yes. Moving on to the next game, 
<laughs> um, actually, I have four. I just had to get rid of one of them. Um, I have the Cowboys versus Bills. The Cowboys are favored. Um, the Cowboys are looking good, but let's again. The Cowboys are going to find a way to to hmm. cowboy it up. And Bills fighting for the playoff lives right now. Um, I think the Bills are going to come out with some fire in their gut, and they're going to win this game. I shouldn't have said that, but I guess I spoiled the pick for y'all. Um, and then the Ravens versus Jags, man. Um, me and you and Matt have privately had a conversation about whether or not we should have a conversation about T-Law and how he hasn't looked as good as what we would have hoped. Something yeah. I said like four weeks ago at this point, but I was called crazy. Uh, <laughs> but now here we are. And given he was playing um, on a sprain, I think it was a high ankle sprain, um, so that would, of course, affect his play. But um, the issue in the last, like, his mobility or, you know, throw off of a platform or anything, it was decision-making. He just didn't make very smart decisions, um, and that has nothing to do with the angle. That being said, though, the Ravens, um, they played more game than what they should have. Finally, the Rams proved me right, which is a that now means I have to ride them the rest of the season. I told you guys that I would. Uh, they covered the spread, which, again, is a shame. <laughs> but now here we are. Uh, but again, uh, it seems like all season no one could figure out um, Mike McDaniel's offense, or um, Mike McDonald. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mike McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. Hold on. I'm going to blink. I'm... <sighs> um, hold on. I'm gonna blank on his name, and I should absolutely know it. Um, Who are you talking about? Yeah, oh no, Mike McDonald. Yeah, Mike McDonald, the Ravens DC. I was right. Oh um, yes, sorry. I'm guessing myself as Mike McDaniel, but not. But Mike McDonald, Ravens DC, a guy who in the last couple of weeks have been picking up steam for head coaching interviews and whatnot. Um, he his defense has been one of the best um, defenses in the entire like league. He has played uh, – or he's put his defense in a position to play very, very well. Um, but it seems like for the first time the uh, the Rams have kind of found a way to, to get around that. I'm no surprise – or I'm not surprised that McVay was one to figure out the hole within that um, defense. And I'm really interested to see if the Jags um, can use that blueprint that they made and kind of hurt this Ravens defense. That was a one-off thing for their defense. Um but that, that's my fourth one. Another one, but I pulled out some weenie, and yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? What, what's the other one that you're not feeling as good about? <laughs> um, just got rid of it. And it's not even that I don't feel as good about. Uh, it wasn't that I don't even feel like as good about. It's just um, I don't really – it was considered like I didn't know which way I wanted to go with it. And I still don't know which way I went with it. And honestly, I couldn't even tell you who the underdog in this game was. Uh, it was Browns Lions. Um, and oh. I was going to be one of those games that I threw on there just because it's going to be a really, really fun game to watch. But oh, I took sure. it off just because I don't know who the underdog is in that game. But it's going to be so much mm. fun to watch. Like, that is going to be the game that is on my TV for the noon slate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's game of the week for me, man. Um, and let's go ahead and get. Oh, yeah. No, also. Oh, real quick, yeah, yeah. It's what's throwing me off is is the Saturday, the the Saturday football. I don't I don't like it. I it, it's coming back and it's that time of year again, but I do not like the Saturday football. 
like it just it bugs me and i'm we have some not i didn't even notice and you would think yeah that that vikings um vikings Bengals. the vikings Bengals game is a saturday oh crap all right Mm -hmm. well cool Mm -hmm. all right yeah well i work on saturday and it's also a fight night so that's great awesome um anyways all right let's uh Let's dive right into Pigskin Pick'em, shall we? It's going to be great. You think you know football? Well, prove it. This is Pigskin Pick'em. Um, so, all right, Pigskin Pick'em. Big week for me last week. Really, really hoping to close the gap a little bit more. Um, I went 10 and 5. Ben, you went 5 really, and You're 10. doing what I did last, last year. It's crazy, isn't it? It's insane. Um, I am 120 and 85. Ben is 131 and 67. Um, and then our guest Matt, he went five and ten, and he's thirteen and sixteen on the season. Um, I don't think that, like, I'm <laughs> not saying that he's not a hundred and ten percent on all of his, or like you know in general, but he's not. I feel like sometimes he kind of like jokes around just a little bit. So like, I'm not really taking that to heart. If he if he actually put like his full feelings no. towards that, I feel yeah. like he would be competing with it on a week to week basis. Um, but anyways. Chargers at Raiders, buddy. Thursday night football. What do you think? Um, this one was, I don't know. I'm gonna do it. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Raiders as, as I said. I had the Raiders uh, cover the three and a half, so it'd make no sense for me to not pick the Raiders. Um, it's gonna. It's just. It's another one of those Thursday night football games that doesn't entice me, and maybe it would have been different with with Herbert. But it's still one of those games where the Chargers just haven't been good. And I don't know how good the game is going to be. I mean, we, we go yeah. back last week when the Raiders haven't even – they didn't score a single point. Um, so the game isn't – I'm going to watch it because it's football. And um, I love football. But it's just – I don't know. It's not going to be – I'm not going to enjoy it. Uh, but, yes, I have the Raiders winning. If you guys uh, paid attention, the picks going to pay out. You guys know that. Yeah. Um, I'm also picking the Raiders. Um, I think that it's just the Chargers at this point, man, they're decimated. You know, this team would look so much better if Mike Williams hadn't gotten injured. Keenan Allen didn't get injured. If Justin Herbert didn't get injured. Um, but the end of all of it, Brandon Staley's still the head coach. So they were screwed from the get go. Um, Raiders are winning this game. doesn't matter. It's in Vegas. (laughs) Um, Vikings at Bengals. What do you think? Yeah, no. Um, I'm I'm going Bengals. Uh, I I I don't know if it was one of those times where my internet disconnected and I missed it. Um, but the have a officially benched Joshua Dobbs. Nick Mullins is going to be the starting quarterback this week. Um, yep. and honestly, for talking about backup QBs, Jake Browning last couple weeks have kind of like has hit his stride, which is a little weird. He's playing very very well. Um. If anyone is trying to make any argument for the Vikings, and, and maybe this will, you know, be a sound bite that comes back and bites me in the butt. Um, but if if anyone's trying to tell you the Vikings are going to win, just turn it off. Um, that being said, I really hope you can pick the Vikings here for this one. Um, <laughs> but yes, I'm having the Bengals. I'm going to have the Bengals win this one, but they are getting Justin Jefferson back, so maybe. But no, Bengals. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I mean. It makes sense. The Bengals secondary, man, I feel like it can actually compete with Justin Jefferson, or at least like 
hold them down to a manageable level. Um, that, and I'm not entirely sure how well Nick Mullins is going to do. Um, so, you know, obviously he's got the best wide receiver in football, <laughs> but it's also like dude got smacked. Like that was an aggressive hit on Justin Jefferson. Um, and I mean, yeah. I don't know if I'm the because Dobbs freaking led him into a murder hit. Yeah. Like that was a hundred percent the quarterback fault too. That's not yeah. him. That's like, that is a Joshua Dobbs should have not let him into that. Like that was bad. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, I will go ahead and say, um, I think that I, I don't, I don't think that Justin Jefferson is going to do all that great this week. Um, but you know, hopefully no. he does, honestly, hopefully he does just because the dude needs a comeback week. Um, I'm, I'm actually kind of rooting for him here. Who knows? Um, anyways, Steelers at Colts. What do you think? Mention yeah, Kenny, wild on Kenny Pickett was officially ruled out for this one. Yeah, Ooh, I Mitch, mean, baby. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna root for it. I mean, Mitch Mania. Stop it! Stop it! It is <laughs> Mazda Mitch at best. That's just <laughs> unbelievable. Minchu Mania. Um, I, I'm gonna continue riding with it again. My Colts, um, claiming them, uh, which is funny because. I'm honestly like rooting for them right now. It, I, I I watch more Colts game at this point in the season than I am the Eagles game. That's how frustrated I am. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have a Colts win. Yeah, I'm also gonna have the Colts win. Um, this just makes too much sense. Um, the Colts are competing, man. They they really are. I mean, we might heck, we might even find ourselves at a uh, divisional matchup between the Colts and the Texans oh. later on the season. We'll keep you guys posted with that. Um, it's in talks. It's not confirmed. Yeah. We're not, it's not by any means confirmed. No. <laughs> um, but you know, Hey, you never know. Never say never. Right. Um, but the Colts, man, they're still in it. I mean, you know, we're looking at the standings right now. Um, and I mean, they're right in the thick of things. I mean, in the AFC, I believe they're actually like in a playoff spot. They're seven and six right now. The Jaguars are eight and five and they're declining. You know what I mean? Um, so I think the Colts mm-hmm. could actually wind up potentially winning this division. I'll even say that, you know what I mean? The Jaguars, man, they're, it's, it's iffy, man. I, I don't really, I'm not appreciating Trevor and Lawrence as much as I thought. I don't, he might not even play this week because the concussion. Correct. Yes. I will update us on that as well. But, um, until then, why don't you give us the, uh, Broncos and Lions pick from you? Yeah, this was that game that I was a little worried about. I could really see it going either way. I don't – Russ is actually cooking, which is just like – I mean, I know we touched on it a little bit throughout the day, but it, it is still kind of weird to me. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Lions. I, I think the Lions are one of the best teams that fell. Um, and I think they're going to have that, that fire lit under the, now after that loss to the Bears. And honestly, I was thinking about it. I just think the Bears are to the Lions the way that the Commanders are to the Eagles. It's, you know what? I was going to say no offense intended, but like uh, events intended. It, the, I don't know what that the means. Bottom feeders of the league that are somehow like competing with these good teams. Um, and like they shouldn't. Uh, both of them are not good teams right now, given they do have futures. Uh, but currently, you know, the state of the roster are, are not good. And somehow these 
uh, within their division are giving these two, I would say, top NFC teams um, like a run for their money, which is a little weird, but that's a little bit off topic. Um, I'm, again, I think the Lions are just going to have a fire lit underneath them and I think they're going to win. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going with the Lions too, but I almost want to just pick the Broncos because we've agreed on all of them so far. Um, I don't know. Who knows? We'll just keep going. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to disagree down here in a little bit. Oh, I know for a fact we'll disagree. Um, Giants at Saints. What are you thinking? Yeah, this was this is a conversation that we had in the podcast last week. Um, and kind of your cast within the Saints, which is uh, a little funny and odd. Um, but I, I'm going to have the Giants again. I had, had the Giants on upset alert, uh, and I think the Giants are going to be able to pull it off. I'm a Devito is just fun to watch, and actually at this point in the season, I, it's a matter of of just wanting to watch football at this point, and I'm rooting for the kid. Uh, looks like him and Dabo got something actually kind of going um, good. And, you know, you couldn't have said that for most points throughout the season for some. Yeah. Um, man, I'm I'm conflicted, man. I am. Like, I uh, – all right, that's cool. I'll do it. Give me the Saints <laughs> here. Um, I – All right. It's going to be – it's going to be – it's going to be close, though. Uh, Bears at Browns. I think this one's self-explanatory, right? Yeah, this. Uh, I mean, I mean, we'll see. Um, we'll have to wait. And, and for those who are going back to this, I don't know if this production is going to start. Because uh, like I said, by the way, um, my Wi-Fi has been bad. A little bit of a double within what I'm talking to what like, Ryan is hearing and responding and vice versa. So if we're like, Talking over each other, it's because it's hard to tend to delay up. Um, and this is 100% my my bad Wi-Fi. It has nothing to do with Ryan. I take full responsibility for that one. <laughs> that being said, though, uh, this is a game that like <laughs> you should like the smart thing would be to pick theirs. Um, and I think this is more of just wanting to rustle the feathers on Ryan a little bit. Uh, Blackos played good. And I had a big flag to win this one. <laughs> Browns yeah. are winning. That's, that's where I'm headed, too. I think the Browns are going to win um, just because, uh, I mean, this Bears run has to end at some point in time, um, and it should end in Cleveland. It should. Um, there's no reason for the Bears to win this game. Um, I mean, other than maybe the defense um, and some injuries and stuff like that, but obviously nothing set in stone. Um, I'm interested to see where Amari Cooper is, if he's healthy enough, um, because, I mean, this defense can really tear up that offense, man. And then at that point, it's like, do the Bears beat themselves or did the Browns actually end up beating them? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, no, it's going to be close. Um, it's going to be a fun game, though. I think this one's up there with the uh, Broncos and Lions for, like, top fun matchups of the week. Um, just because I feel like there's a lot of duds this week too, but, um, yeah, I think this one's going to be a lot of fun picking the Browns, um, Falcons at Panthers. What are you thinking? <laughs> I think it'd be funny if you pick the Panthers because it'll be the first time in like three weeks. I didn't pick the Panthers and no, my luck, the Panthers will actually win this one. Um, that being said, I just gave away my 
Saints, but I'm going to go with the Falcons. The Panthers have just played sad, and we kind of deep dove uh, or did a deep dive into it um, in the group chat. It's just there's a whole lot of nothing on that offense uh, compared to all the weapons that the Falcons have. Um, whether or not they're being used correctly is a different conversation to have. Um, but I just I, I I can't look at both the rosters, especially on the offensive side, and justify not picking the Falcons. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I considered it, though. I'm not even going to lie to you. I had it typed out until you said that, and then <laughs> I was like, I can't. I can't do it. Like, the Panthers, man, they need to win this, like, so bad. Um, you know, we talked about it briefly, how they fired Frank Reich, and how, like, oh, man, maybe they can get a little bit of that, you know, interim head coach, you know, rub, you know what I mean? And it just didn't happen. So mm-hmm. um, the Falcons, the, I, I looked this up. The Panthers haven't scored 20 points all season. Literally. Like, we have not hit oh, 20 points at all. So, but the Falcons, man, they've got a lot of good going for them. Um, speaking of which, where – I'm looking this guy up before I ask this. Is he – yeah, he's still on the roster. Where is Cordero Patterson? Dude's got 137 no, I mean, he, he's, he's catches. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the, the shift happened with him at two years ago, three years ago, where he, he's not playing wide receiver anymore, playing like that weird pseudo – scat back if you can even call like a 63 230 pound player scat back um but yeah he's playing that weird like pseudo scat back role but now that they spent a top seven pick on a running back <laughs> he's kind of been yeah. relegated to the bench um it, which is a shame because he's, he's fun to teams. watch especially as like a returner or something maybe the bears should um should, should uh, sign him for next year for a turner I'd be totally down for that if he's not asking for more than like $4 million. Um, anyways, Buccaneers at Packers. Um, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think finally, um, you know, after picking like seven games or whatnot, I think seven games deep, six games deep, I think we're finally going to disagree on this one. I'm picking Packers. I'm going to be really disappointed if you pick the Packers as well. Um, I, I want to make it fun. Packers. I want the last couple of weeks to be no, uh, I want the next <laughs> couple weeks to be like fun and, and tight, but it, but it is what it is. I'm picking the Packers to win. They didn't play good this past Monday, uh, but I think they're going to look bound or they're going to look to bounce back from it. Um, and Jordan Love um, ha- has played relatively well the last few weeks. Um, yeah, Packers. I I, um, <clears throat> I looked at the injury report for the Packers. They're getting a lot of guys back. Jair Alexander, I expect to play this week. Um, it's it's going to be good, man. And uh, because of that, I mean, Chris Godwin's still not still not participating because of uh, a knee injury. Um, you know, Mike Evans, by the way, I already shouted him out last episode just because he's been phenomenal. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I expect him to do decent, but I mean, if Jair Alexander, ah, screw it, Mike Evans is going off. Jair Alexander's a bum. Um, Packers are still winning though. Uh, Jets at Dolphins. <laughs> What are you thinking? I'm uh, picking the Dolphins here. What are you What are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, no surprise. I'm picking the Dolphins here as well. Um, Zach Wilson is fun to root for, like for sure. Of like mm-hmm. of all like the kind of backup guys, if we want to call him that, I, you know, I, I don't know what 
like his designation is at this point. Um, he, he, he just, he's fun to root for. He's right up there for Josh Dobbs, in my opinion. Um, but currently he's playing like Josh Dobbs. So pff, I'm picking the Dolphins uh, by a mile. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like I said, picking the Dolphins here. Um, I think this one's going to be interesting, though, just because it it might wind up, you know, it, it might be a Jalen Waddle type of week if he's healthy. Um, but, you know, I'm excited to see if Tyreek Hill plays. Because, like, this Jets team has not performed to their expectations at all. The oh, Dolphins are, like, in the league. I need for my fantasy team. <laughs> the, you know, what was I going to say? The, um... I mean, the Jets haven't played well at all, and the Dolphins, I mean, they're already solidified pretty much the division. Um, so, I mean, at this point, do you just sit them for a week? Because, like, I might, you know what I mean? Um, but anyways, you know, and it has nothing to do with fantasy. I am not playing the guy um, <laughs> that has it for, for whoever's asking. Um, but, yeah, it's it's going to be a close one if Tyreek doesn't play. I'll say that. Um, Chiefs at... Patriots. What are you thinking? Um, no, Chiefs. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs hasn't played as well. They had they had that blunder, by the way, to, to get into. Any fan that is telling you that call was BS, it, it doesn't know ball. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He was, he was oh, offside. Man. I mean, he could see can the center's just, face. What are we doing? Can we just call out the best quarterback in football by saying this guy is an absolute crybaby? Like, how disrespectful. Dude I, walks up to Josh Allen after the game without saying good game or anything like, hey, bro, like, good seeing you. Like, nice job out there. Like, I'll get you next time and stuff. No. It's, that was a ridiculous call, man. Unbelievable. Blah, blah, blah. Like, throwing a tantrum, dude. Like, you're not the best quarterback in the league. Like, you're not playing on the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, you're not the Super Bowl champions. Like, dude, unreal. And, like, he even could admitted it. In the press conference, like, you know, oh, man, I know that, you know, he was a little offsides, but, like, to put the game in your own hands is just ridiculous. It's like, okay, but you guys did that in the Super Bowl. Like, what more do you want right now in a game against the Bills? Like, in a regular season game against the Bills? Like, it's not the referee's fault that you guys haven't won as many games as you'd probably like to. Like, at the end of the day, it's probably Kadarius Toney that lined up not once, not twice, not three times, but four times offsides in the game. Like maybe, I don't know, take it on in your teammate instead. Um, The most fun part about this whole situation is that I thought that Patrick Mahomes was upset at Matt Nagy. Um, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't click for me when I was watching the game. I was with my dad and dude, yeah, it looked like he was chewing out Matt Nagy on the sidelines and I was all for it. I was like, this is hilarious. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think that ultimately Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, every bit of backlash that he's getting in response to his attitude and how he handled himself after the game, fully deserving of that. He's, I am totally an advocate for no, that. Screw I, that. No, 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 I, I disagree. I, this is, this is, I feel like strongly about this one. This might be like one of the first, like, this might be like, Back to like episode like fifteen when I said Russell Wilson wasn't a lead anymore. Like that's how strongly I feel about this mm-hmm. discussion. Um, no, I the the cameras did not like get him 
how late the conversation got with Josh. It's not like he walked up to Josh and that was the first thing he said. Josh came out and even said it. Like he Josh put out this thing saying like he completely gets it and like the cameras only caught like the last like 10 seconds of the conversation. But um honestly I I don't think it is his frustration within the like actual refs. I think it's like everything that has boiled over this season to this point with how bad the receivers have been and how angry he's been with Kadarius Tony um, and how they've like constantly let him down. But obviously he can't come out and say that because he is the leader of the NFL and the face of the NFL. And while it might not be a good look for him to be saying that about the refs, it's true. Um, the refs have been bad while they made a good call there. They have been bad this season. And again, he can't like go out and actually call out like his wide receivers and I just think it was un like place frustration towards the refs because uh, he can't call out his wide receivers. Um, and like outside of this one incident, like he has been like super respectful like throughout his entire career. Um, I will say the comment about like refs taking the game over was, was ironic though. So, but yes, I have the Chiefs winning this one. Um, the Pats are in shambles on offense. So, yeah, it's it's pretty terrible. I'm surprised that they actually like pulled that one out. Um, anyways, yes. And then Texans at Titans. What you thinking? Uh, this one's tough just because like CJ Shroud is still kind of up in the air. It seems like he saw his concussion. So I'd be really surprised if he plays. Um, but Davis Mills is still like one of the better backups in, in the, like the NFL. And we kind of forgot about him. Um, just cause he has been behind one of the funnest stories so far in the NFL. Um, I think Davis Mills could absolutely beat this Titans team. Uh, that being said, Will Levis is my guy. I'm going to ride with Will Levis. And I know kind of Will Levis is partially your guy now because of the, the Bryce Young stuff. Um, I'm yeah. going to have the Titans win this one. I was also going with the Titans, hoping that you were picking the Texans. No. Um, so, it's all right. 49ers at Cardinals. 49ers are going to curb stomp the Cardinals. We're, I'm just going to jot you down for yes. the 49ers. Um Commanders at Rams. This one should be fun, right? Yes. Well, you know who I'm picking. Uh, everyone who's listening to the podcast knows who I'm picking. Um, I'm really, really hoping you picked the Commanders because I'm picking the Rams. Dang but this it. does seem like one of those games that like it could go either way. I'm definitely picking the Rams. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Cowboys at Bills. What you thinking? Okay, we're picking different. There's no way we're not picking different. I'm having the oh, Bills wait, wait. win this you already one. Said I'm going to cry if you have yeah. the Cowboys. No, I'm, yeah. I'm picking the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, yes. And then Ravens at Jaguars. What are you thinking? Um, I know I had the Jaguars on upset alert, but, um, again, Trevor Lawrence, his decision-making in the offense in general – um, just hasn't been quite there all season, and they're making mistakes that they shouldn't be, especially it being week 15 now. But like mistakes they made last week are just like just unexcusable for how they're playing. I don't know what's gotten into this team as much, you know, fun as they've been and fun to root right. for. Um, I'm, I'm gonna pick the Ravens, yes, I'm right there with you. And then Eagles at Seahawks, Monday Night Football, okay. Come on, pick pick the Seahawks here. Everyone knows I'm picking the no. Eagles here. You should pick the no. Seahawks. No. No. <laughs> no. Nope. I I'm telling you, man, I pick so much with my with my with my bias 
that it did not it did not work for me and i'm i'm trying to use as much logic as possible with this i don't care how i personally feel i don't care if i get a vibe i don't care you know hmm, maybe i think i don't know maybe the panthers can actually pull this one off doesn't matter falcons are the better team they're gonna win and that's why i picked them and the eagles are the better team which is why i'm picking them um and if they don't we both pick the eagles so it's fine like you know I'm trying to beat. How are you? Dude. How are you supposed to close the gap? I disagreed with you on two games, so it'll be all right. I can close One the game. gap just a little bit more. Two. I picked the Saints. Cowboys and Bills. I picked the Saints. Oh, oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. That's it. Oh. Ben's college corner. What are we thinking here? I I uh I have a point um, to make by the way. Let me yeah, let me, let me I, I'd love to see your point uh Pro football isn't the only game in town. Let's take a stroll to Ben's college corner. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah. Guys, this one is going to be short and sweet for me. I'm going to make it short and sweet. There's just not much going on. Uh I'll mm-hmm. let Ryan make his point and we'll move right on. Again, there's not much happening right now. Um the, the only point I was going to make um, was just kind of the transfer portal stuff um, that I wanted to make that point on last week's podcast. Um, but ironically enough, there's connection issues just like there are today. Um, but uh, the transfer portal is just like popping off. They're like more than I have ever seen before. And I think much of it has to do with like NIL money and whatnot um, has just been absolutely wild. Um, there are a whole bunch of quarterbacks in the portal right now. Um, and it's just going to be really interesting to see where everyone goes. Um, the really fun one was Kyle McCord. It seemed for like a really long time he was going to go to Nebraska. Um, but then the number one quarterback um, in next year's class, ah, this year's class, I think, um, like he originally went to OSU and then he flipped to Georgia. And now he's flipped to Nebraska. And now that he's flipped to Nebraska, uh, Kyle McCord being the weenie he is and scared of competition decided to decommit from Nebraska. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Um, but just a lot of good names out in the transfer portal right now. Uh, you guys have uh, you have guys like um, Dante Moore, Cam Ward. I would be very sad if Cam Ward goes to uh, um, OSU. Um, he's been linked really heavily there. It's going to suck if he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of good quarterbacks, a lot of good names to watch out for. Um, my guess is it's going to be whoever can pay them the most um and that's kind of where college football is at now which sucks but ryan i'd love to hear the point yes so this bogus headline of marvin harrison jr staying in school is completely i mean not like staying in school because he definitely left the door open but staying in school because of 22 million dollars and nil deals is completely bogus um it's it's horrible um, that would not be the reason why he would stay in school. The reason why he wants to stay in school is because he wants to win a Big Ten championship and beat the team up north. Um, but the thing is, is like mathematically, it doesn't even make sense, even if that was true, because there's been a 1% increase. This is according to CBSSports.com. Uh, 1% increase in signing bonuses with draft picks in recent years. Assuming this holds true again. 2024's third overall pick will get a 22. This would be if he falls to number three. Um, he would get a $22,835,412 signing bonus. 
Between the signing bonus and a 795,000 2024 base salary, Harrison would need to make $23.6 million in NIL money just to break even. His fully guaranteed rookie contract would be worth 35 million, 35.7 million. Okay. And that's if he were to go the college football route. Um, and just to give a heads up for anybody too, they also noted that this would be an unprecedented amount of NIL money. According to On3, USC basketball player Bronny James has the highest NIL valuation among NCAA athletes at only $5.9 million. So the fact that somebody quote-unquote offered Marvin Harrison Jr. $22 million in NIL deals, lapping, I mean, by multiple times the, the highest paid NIL player right now, it's just false, completely false. And financially, it would make the most amount of sense for Marvin Harrison to make the move right now than otherwise. So he's more than likely going to be in the draft would be my guess. Um, he'll always be a Buckeye. He can always root for the Buckeyes um, to beat Michigan um, whenever that'll be. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's just, I mean, wherever this rumor came from, it needs to burn in rots because this is just not true. <laughs> like, you know, this guy should be in the league <laughs> next year. He's he's a bona fide top three pick. He's one of he the best will. prospects we've ever seen. Like, I don't know. Anyways, um, we no, are going to be skipping. He's... Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, he's going to be in the league. Anyone, anyone who says he's not going to be in the league doesn't know what they're talking about. It would be smart for him. I don't want to say that because I guess there's still a chance that he won't. Um, but I would be very surprised if he doesn't go to the league. It would not be a smart business decision for him to to come back, risk injury, playing for, uh, you know, in all accounts, a quarterback that we don't even know, you know, who, who it's going to be next year. Um, right. It just – all signs point to him him going. He's, he's going to go. Um, I would be very, very, very surprised if he came back. Right. Um. We're skipping Weddle, but we're bringing a, another um, segment back. So, surprise. What? What's the name of the segment? Woo! Oh, you're not talking about Ryan and Ben? Oh, okay. Well, hold on. I've got it. It's time for Gridiron Goofs. All right. So, yes, this is fun. Um, we're back with Gridiron Goofs. It's been a while since we've done this um and i'm in the christmas spirit um i mean ben what are you thinking you want to you want to explain what the segment is yeah yeah so ryan actually called me up like uh 20 minutes before the podcast started <laughs> and he was like we're bringing back gridiron goofs um so we have or i have and he has put together um are the list of the top 10 uh, Christmas movies in our own opinions. Uh, he said, don't rank them. I ranked mine anyways. Um, mm. I'd really like to get a rise out of people with how far I have one of these classics ranked. Um, but yeah, so we just did our top 10 uh, Christmas movies. I'm sure we're going to debate about it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ben, I'm interested. I need to know what what the big deal is what's uh what's the hype about yours i mean you can start us off yeah no i i i yeah um 
So we, we, I talked to him about this before, um, kind of in the opening right before we started. Um, guys, I'm going to get backlash and that's okay. And this, it's fine. I, Christmas, Christmas vacations is all the way at eight. And I had like hesitation putting it on the list. I understand people put it on classics. It was a movie I did not watch growing up. Um, I watched it, um, as of like three or four years ago with my girlfriend, cause she loves it. Um, and as someone who doesn't have any like nostalgic ties to it, um, it's a mid movie guys. Mm. It is not like this top five bona fide movie that everyone is trying to say. There are movies that are so much better than this. Um, in fact, I have seven ranked higher. Um, and honestly, the one that people are going to be the most mad that's ranked higher, um, Right, right at seven, because Christmas vacations at eight. Like I said, I have Gremlins. I have Gremlins oh ranked God. higher than Christmas Vacation. It's not a Christmas movie, is it? Gremlins is a hundred percent Christmas movie, and this isn't one of those like like I think Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. Die Hard's definitely just because it takes place on Christmas doesn't make it Christmas. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Look it up. It was made to be a Christmas movie. It's about like these kids receiving these things at Christmas time for Christmas. Uh, this isn't just like one of those things that takes place on Christmas, so it's Christmas. Like the Gremlins were a Christmas gift. Yeah. Gremlins absolutely a Christmas movie. Um, look it up. The internet would absolutely tell you the same thing. The internet's stupid because Batman would be a Christmas movie in that case. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because it takes place during Christmas. It's like, Stop dude, it. shut up. Yeah. I don't know. Give me one through ten. What you got? No, 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 no. I I am all for, like, just because it takes place during Christmas does not make it a Christmas movie. Die Hard, not a Christmas movie. Yeah. Gremlins is a Christmas movie because the Gremlins were given as a Christmas gift. It's not just because it takes Christmas. Like, the Gremlins were, like, a part of, like, of actual Christmas. Like it was, it was an integral part of the storyline that the gremlins were given as a Christmas gift. So it's a Christmas movie. Hmm. All right. What's the rest of your list looking like? Yeah. I'll just run down one through one through 10. Like I said, I have it ranked. um, I I have it ranked um, in, in my order from one through 10. Uh, one at Polar Express. Polar Press is an absolute classic. It is amazing. I watch it every year. And it's, it's just as good every single time. Home Alone is two. Anyone who doesn't have Home Alone in your top two is a bum. All right? <laughs> Point blank, period. <laughs> um, one of my favorite, Deck the Halls. Um, I know I'm a little bit higher on Deck the Halls than everyone else. I just think it's a really good movie. I'm a big fan of Christmas lights and all that stuff. Deck the Halls. Um is number four i i it feels criminal to me to put elf at number four but that's just the way the the list played out i really wish uh i could have gotten elf higher um because it did not deserve to be at number four um but it just is it sucks um actually you know what you guys are gonna see the process of big board making we're moving elf up number three we're dropping deck the halls down to number four um number five is going to be the original animated grinch not like came out last year but like the original one that one is phenomenal um i'm gonna get heat for having this one above christmas vacation as well but i'm gonna have charlie brown christmas above there 
It is phenomenal. That tiny little Christmas tree that's like dead is great. Um, and then Gremlins at seven, like I said, Christmas Vacation at eight. Santa Claus um, at nine. Santa Claus is, is a classic. Um, honestly, all three Santa Clauses um, like are all good. The third, the third one, I think, is, is tied up there for the first one. Number two was okay, um, but it, it is iconic. It has one of the better actors of that generation in Tim Allen. Um, Tim Allen, I, I don't know what it is. It's just he screams nostalgia for me. Um, and then at number 10, I understand, like, there are so many movies it could be. Um, and this is so much uh, personal bias within this one. Um, I understand that's kind of what the number 10 spot is for, is, is a personal bias on this list. I'm going Santa Buddies. Um, I just love dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to put Santa Buddies at 10. Um, so, All right. That's it. You made me rank my list. Um, and no change to it at all, <laughs> anything like that. Still have the same exact movies, except I'm going to count down from 10. Number 10 is Santa Claus 2, okay. um, where he's already established and everything like that as Santa Claus. Wow. Um, Muppets Christmas Carol at number 9, severely underrated. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. It's so good. Underrated, yeah. Yeah. Um, Muppets Family Christmas is also very good. Um, honorable mention, I would say. Um, it's not on my list right now, but like just a quick little shout out if you haven't seen it it's pretty cool just seeing all the muppets and then i think sesame street's also involved as well it's just kind of a quick little cameo it's pretty cool because they're all muppets kind of i think it's a weird thing to call them that but whatever anyways different story um a year without a santa claus is at number seven um let's see i don't think i've ever seen that oh man it's the one with the it's the the um Never mind. Never mind. You'll you'll figure it out if you actually went to go and watch it. Wait, one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, wanted to make sure I actually had ten movies here. Um, all right, Home Alone one is at six. Um, this one, I I like Home Alone two a little bit more. So you know, um, the Santa Claus one is at number five. Um, this one just a bona fide yeah. classic. Um, Home Alone 2 is at number 4. Or, I'm sorry. I have the count wrong. Home Alone 2 is at number 5. Everything else, just bump it up one. Um, let's see. Grinch. Jim Carrey version, number 4. Elf at 3. Um, I just, dude, it gets me every time. Like, Will Ferrell, I just love this guy so much. This is probably, like, and this is bold because I love Step Brothers, but this is probably my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Um, and this is, yeah. I mean, absolutely crazy to say, but you know, definitely top three, right up there with Talladega Nights, right up there with Step Brothers, like insane. Um, Christmas Vacations number two, and best Christmas movie of all time is a Christmas story to me. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Whoa, the song again tonight. Whoa, yep. uh, whoa. Okay, Year Without Santa Claus, I know what you're talking about. Um, I, I think it's just like one of those older movies that is just hard for me to sit through and watch because it's like actual puppets. Um, Polar Express not being on that list is criminal. Nah, it's overrated, bro. It's overplayed. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! 
That that it's oh my gosh, my number one not even being on your top ten is 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 tragic. There's not it a movie that night. screams like winter time and Christmas to me more. Yeah, dude, it's just so annoying. <laughs> like, oh man, that kid in the yellow shirt, I want to punch him in the face, dude. <laughs> yeah, that kid sucks. <laughs> Anyways, any closing statements before we close it out, buddy? Yeah, I can't. I'm flabbergasted now. Actually, like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to think now. I don't. You know, my mm, respect level's gone down there, pal. Um, where's the Christmas story? Another another fun week of football. <laughs> um, it's gonna be fun. Um, we will keep you guys updated in terms of like kind of the holiday schedule and whatnot. Um, because with Christmas coming up, we'll have to see. Um, I don't know what day Christmas actually like falls on. What what day the twenty fifth is? Christmas is on. Yeah, we might be able to pull it off. Um. Okay, that that being said, um, we will we'll we'll keep you guys updated. Just make sure you guys follow on all the socials. Um, you guys will definitely have a special guest at some point. Out of town for vacation for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Or we could just have like a, a Bears centric podcast, which is just Ryan just like venting about the Bears for like an hour and a half straight. I'd be we don't win soon. I'm gonna have <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, an- another fun week. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in, staying with us through all the connection issues. Absolutely, yeah. We apologize for the technical difficulties. Obviously, none of it is fully intended. If we had fixed it, um, it would have been awesome. But, you know, it is what it is. It happens. It's no big deal. Um, Guys, you know, we are just a couple weeks away from Christmas. Um, Just be safe, really. Um, We're not at a point to where we're, like, selling merch or anything. So we're not going to, you know, do any advertisements or anything. We just, you know, strictly want to say just be (laughs) safe during the holiday seasons. Everybody's going to travel. Everybody's going to see somebody um you know have have fun and everything as this christmas break starts um clearly people are finishing up finals and stuff like that as well so i mean this is towards the point of time in which about next week i mean it'll be the 20th next time we talk to you guys which is insane because then it's just like it's yep. it's right there christmas is right there so um yeah fingers crossed it's going to be an awesome you know awesome year but um yeah enjoyed this this i mean slate of games um you know there's a ufc fight night on for those of you that uh watch ufc it's going to be on saturday and then um you know it's also we got three games to watch we got lions and broncos to watch on saturday it's going to be a banger so um enjoy the games this weekend follow us on all of our socials to stay updated on everything and um until next time this has been the Pigskin Project. We also want to thank Regional Radio Sports Network, up, uh, Uppercuts Grooming, and Spotify for Podcasters for helping us grow as a podcast. And until next time, we'll see you later.